Can changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Baden and Rex. Welcome to another episode of My Corner of the Universe podcast. Today, we had the pleasure of interviewing Tyler Cambry from Next Day Nutrition. And when you hear of a company and a guy that has a plant-based food delivery business, the last place you probably think that he's located is in Mississippi. Like that's guess what? That's where Tyler is at. Uh, Rex, what did you think of this interview? It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I love that he, um, you know, started it from the aspect of health since he was already a personal trainer and. He was seeing, you know, one of his clients kind of plateau. He's like, gosh, they're doing everything right. What, how can we help them get to that next level? Start researching. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to try this on myself because he was skeptical. He's like, man, I'm a double cheese kind of guy and um, saw results in himself right away. And then, you know, the wheels started turning. Uh, at that point, you know, started digging more in the research and He's like, hey, I'm going to make the change for myself. And then it sprung into a business idea. And man, you know, we were talking, there's just so many uh, possibilities and directions that he can go. And I really see bright things for him in the future. But I mean, you were talking at the beginning of the podcast about like just the obesity rate in Mississippi alone is just unreal. So talk about a place where people need this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 37% obesity rate. It's crazy. I also really like, you know, how he shared a story of how he decided to go to a full plant-based diet and he felt terrible like four or five days into it, which happens a lot. He all of a sudden he's like, I need to do a little bit more research instead of just cutting out meat and eating the same five things over and over again. And he found out he wasn't giving himself the right variety of food. And so that was a huge learning curve, which I think could probably help a lot of people out if they're looking at making this transition to not just say, okay, I'm going to go plant-based, you know, I'm going to eat my bread and a potato, you know, and and some iceberg lettuce. Like you got to get the right combination of food in order to make it work. I definitely see that very common thing for vegetarians, vegans They, you know, for whatever reason, they'll stop eating meat, but they're not uh, getting enough diverse nutrition. And part of that is just because they either don't know or they don't um, have the means to be able to, you know, go out and cook all these things. But you really have to be on top of your game. And that's what I like about him. He's come from a very research structured um, place to be able to give people that. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where his business model is one that you can, um, I see scaling all over the U.S. in some format. So um, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I know people um, will enjoy listening to the episode. Yeah, for sure. So uh, with that, Tyler Cambry, Next Day Nutrition. Hope you guys enjoy. All right. Welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today, we have Tyler Cambry joining us from Next Day Nutrition. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's just jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about your company, your website, so people know where to go after they've listened to this, and we'll kind of jump into you know how you started it and all that good stuff. All right. So Next Day Nutrition, or oh, it's nextdaynutrition.net is the website, and it's a plant-based meal prep, and I'm in South Mississippi trying to transition the coast. As many of you may know, wherever you are listening, that Mississippi is not the healthiest place in the world. So the idea is to help 
provide uh, healthier options to try to change the coast a bit. Awesome. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, I was looking up before the podcast started, I saw the obesity rate in Mississippi is number two in the nation, like 37%. And when Rex first dialed you up to get on this podcast, I was obviously thinking you must be in Southern California or maybe Northern California. And then when he said he's in Mississippi, I was like, oh, we definitely need to talk to this guy in Mississippi, right. you know, what he's doing out there. Uphill battle that I'm, I'm willing to fight. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where in Mississippi are you at? So it's Biloxi, Gulf, Gulfport area. It's right okay. on the water, the southernmost part. Great. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your background. Um, have you been a vegetarian your whole life? What does that look like for you? Well, not my whole life. So you want me to get, dive into how I even got into it? Yeah, yeah let's, sure. let's hear that. All right. So it's it's been two years that I've, I've cut out meat and dairy entirely. So how it is is prior to this, I was uh, or still am a personal trainer. And I had this one, one client that really sparked it all. So she was doing, putting in the work for exercise and eating what I thought at the time was a good diet. Lean meats, having whey protein, you know, drinking, drinking skim milk or whatnot, I don't know. And then I started researching what is it that she needs to do differently and came across this idea of tell her to cut dairy. And right when I saw that, being a double cheese guy myself, I was like, no way, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and then, when you go to research stuff like that, you'll see both sides. Some will say, eat the dairy. Some will say, you should cut it out. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just test it myself to see what this is about. I can read all day and never figure it out. Tested it 10 days and noticed the difference after about day five. I was like, whoa, this is something. Like, what something are we talking happening. about? Like, what did you feel? Or did you notice? Like, what was that? The whole digestion felt that uh, it was it was more efficient, and I felt that natural bloat that we carry kind of subside. And I just thought that that's how the digestive system works. But really, I just had dairy my whole life, <laughs> so I didn't it didn't have a chance to really work more efficiently. How, how would you say were you a really heavy dairy? Like were you a glass of milk a day plus cheese plus yogurt, or were you kind of like a mediocre dairy consumer? Oh, all the dairy because then the dairy. Whey, whey protein, and I'd have casein protein every night before going to bed. Wake up, whey protein shake first thing in the morning. I never, never rid myself of, of dairy, really. Yeah. And, and so at that point, you're, you know, five, ten days into it, and you're like, huh, there might be something to this. So you jump back into the research side of things, or do you just say, hey, why don't you try it? I'm feeling great. Oh, well, no, it, it opened the, the rabbit hole of research because then okay. I want to know why. So why have I been told we need dairy? And then, like, so what? What made me feel different? What is dairy doing to me that makes me feel, I guess, uh, a less efficient self? <laughs> and the more I dove into the research, the, the more clear it became that it's, this is the problem. And it exposed me to the problems that, that meat causes. And while I don't go around and I don't preach that on people like they need to stop, I, overall, <laughs> I think that it's the more plants we have, the, the ratio kind of takes care of itself. And that's kind of what I want to preach i'm not i'm not a judgmental uh awesome. that's great approach towards it and so you're a personal trainer and you're starting to transition into a vegetarian uh at that point are you thinking in the back of your mind like hey maybe there's a business in this or does that come later well so the initially so prior to so my, I have a personal training business as well. And so prior to that, I was actually talking to a couple of local meal prep companies to, to just do something with Wandering Workout, which is the name of the, the business. And, and none of them wanted to, which is kind of a blessing in disguise because then none of them were doing plant-based and that, did, that didn't exist in the area. 
And so that's when the opportunity is like, all right, I got to do it myself. Awesome. And so at that point, um, the personal training company that you worked, was it you were an employee there or is that something that you actually was your business? Oh, that's, that's actually my business and it okay. still exists too. Okay. So you had a personal training business. So you at least had some business background at that point. You're like, okay, what do I need to do to get this up and running too? Right. And so I had enough, enough to know where to start at least. And, uh, it's still, it's still becoming more efficient. It's not as efficient as it, it needs to be. But, uh, what's, what's funny kind of side, side tangent on this, but what's, What's funny is how I thought that exercise was like the, the cure-all and I just wanted to get everybody to exercise. And now it's, it's, seeming, it's seeing how much more that our diet weighs on our overall health. It's like now it's like everybody just needs to eat healthier. Yeah. I'm sure something else will come up next. But. For sure. I mean, it's the importance of input into your body. You know, uh, you can output all you want of, of, of um, exercise, but you got to have the right fuel and the right input going into your body to get results. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, had a, I had a question for you too. You know, in California, I know um, if you wanted to, some, to start kind of a business like you did, everything has to be cooked and, and put together and prepped in certified kitchens. Was that the case or were you able just to kind of mob it from home and, and start putting your, your product together or do you have to lease out a commercial kitchen? At least out of commercial kitchen. That's uh, and that's that's questions people ask all the time. I was like, are you are you doing this out of your home? <laughs> I was like, no, no. I'll, I'll probably wouldn't trust that either. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> and I mean, do you have any kind of a uh, culinary background or was this like totally new in this respect? Total, totally new. This is basic and I, I tie in. So I, I'm from Louisiana, New Orleans. And uh, so we cook a lot down there. And so I just, at least I grew up on cooking. And so I, I had a, a little bit of experience on just combining flavors and with, with plants there's a, so on on average, we we probably eat like five to ten different different meats, and people think like the meats the flavor, but you got to use the spices to to season the meats, right? right? And so with plants, there's thousands of options, and the combinations are virtually endless. And so it's you can make something up and <laughs> just call it your own kind of. So no one can say it's right or wrong if you're creating something new, but they can tell you if it tastes bad for sure. They'll they'll let you know that. <laughs> let you know that, yeah, for sure. Um, and from like the conception of doing a vegetarian based meal prep to actually launching the business, what was that time frame like for you? Almost an entire year. Okay. And during uh, that, you're pretty much transitioned into being a vegetarian fully at that point. Yeah. And a, a big thing is, is, well, I, and I right, so another, another part of it is, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't like to, to talk about this to, to people because I don't want to put that in their, on their brains. But part of it, which ultimately convinced me was as the more research came up, a documentary, documentary recommendations came up. And then when you see that, like the factory farming uh, and stuff. Yeah. And just the, like, I, I think there's humane ways to, to eat meat, but just when you see them, it's just as their product and that's, there's no I, life. I 100% that, agree with you. Yeah. That that's when it was like, all right, I don't I don't I don't want to support this, so I just I cut cold turkey with that. Um, I don't I don't like I said I don't push that on people as a, a reason to switch. I think that they should do it. They they should they'll stumble upon that if they start researching. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's funny, Rex. Rex, you were the one who turned us onto that probably two, ten years ago. Food Inc. Besides yeah. yeah. me and that whole before that, you know, I was like most people. You know, maybe maybe how you were the same too, Tyler. Where you're like, 
you're blind to the to how meat is processed on a, on a large factory level. And once you learn it, man, you can't unlearn it. You know, you, you want to stick away, stay away from that sort of uh, processed meat like that. And it's, it's kind of funny how, how people, if you bring it up, they, they know it on a certain level, but they don't want to really know. They don't want to know. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss that people will use that as an excuse all the time. Um, so, was that transition into vegetarian, was that hard? Uh, did you have any like side effects? I mean, you know, talk to us about that. Yeah. So initially it was that I, when I just was like, all right, I'm, I'm done with it and just cut it cold turkey. <clears throat> I didn't fully do the research on what I need to eat and the, the variety, the, the necessity of variety. And so there's probably like, five different things I was eating on a regular basis and I started to just feel malnourished. And that's right. when I had to really research like, all right, aren't I supposed to be feeling great? This is like, and, and that's when I was like, you need to eat more than those five things. It was like, I was eating a bunch of tofu, spinach, bananas, and apples. And I thought that would cut it. But uh, oh, so what, what did you find out that you were lacking? Were you lacking protein or were you lacking just vitamins or what was it that you found out that, Hey, you know, my, my limited diet is lacking something. What was it that it was lacking? The well, vitamins for sure, but the variety and mainly iron. I wasn't eating enough beans, even though soy has it, and calcium as well. So a spinach has a little bit, but you need more variety of beans and certain fruits to get that calcium. And you will feel it if if you if you don't have certain certain minerals and vitamins. Right. Yeah, the full spectrum out there. Um. <clears throat> During this process, were you just experimenting with different dishes that you liked that you're like, hey, I think this would be a, a good potential meal prep dish? Or what did that look like? Is that in regards to starting? Yeah. The- or so, yeah, you said you had that year from like the conceptual idea to kind of bring it to market. Um, I imagine there is a pretty big learning curve on like what was going to fly and what wasn't going to fly. Well, the... <laughs> some of them had to go out to the people to realize this isn't going to fly. <laughs> oh, really? So, you had yeah. some duds? <laughs> <laughs> but, but a lot of it was kind of what I started to, to learn to eat and then making it even more, more, of, more of a varied, I guess, in the, in the plant options. Because ultimately, I, I do focus on the health aspect of it. And if somebody's trying to make that transition, I want them to be able to trust that we're providing enough nutrients in the meals that it's not just plant-based to not have meat, but it's plant-based to, to help you thrive in a sense. That's what it's about to me. Awesome. And so um, initially, were your first clients just clients that you had through your personal training business? Yeah. And that's that they, they kind of... Uh, <laughs> Kept this going for initially. Okay. And is it a meal prep situation to where you're providing the food for them cold and they're heating it up themselves? Uh, so we, we cook it and deliver it hot at lunchtime. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you finding that majority of your customers are in fact vegetarian or are some of them just people that um, want to increase the amount of you know, vegetables and or fruits that they're eating on a regular basis? majority just want to they're like oh i know i need to eat better eat cleaner and trying to make that 
not necessarily a complete switch to a to plant-based lifestyle. And so, you know, I don't use the term vegan just because I think that scares people. I think that people Yeah, that's probably that, a good idea. Especially in the South. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they might not want to switch completely to a plant-based lifestyle, but they want to increase that ratio, like I was talking about, from plants to, to meats. And they... We, we're starting to gain trust in the community that they're like this, these people look like they know what they're doing. So <laughs> we'll you, give them a go. Have you gotten any like really crazy requests? Like, Hey, this was good. Can you fry it in Crisco next time or something like that? <laughs> like, wild that you've got on well, there's always, there's always the people that just want to, uh, just want to mess with you and be like, you know, this would be great with some like grilled shrimp or like, yeah. with a steak. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. You just got to eat those. <laughs> eat those Why don't comments. you give us an example of uh, some of the dishes that you you provide? Well, so one of one of my favorites is we do a beet burger, and so it's beets, beets. So I like to do things that people people don't think that they can have. It's not just salads. So okay, like beet burger it'll have walnuts in it, uh, beets. Um, I'm drawing blanks on this now, <laughs> but uh, oats in it as well. But it's it's dense, and what's what I always focus on and you, you naturally get with a plant-based diet is fiber. So you want to have fiber in the meals and we'll have easily have 20 grams of fiber in a, in a meal. Uh, another one of my favorites is we do a Southern stuffed bell pepper. So we do like our own dirty rice and we make like a, almost like a ground beef style uh, mix out of cauliflower and black eyed peas. And, awesome. and when we bake good. that, it'll make it nice and crumbly. And then we mix it in at, in the dirty rice. Which I'm, are y'all familiar with dirty rice? It's, no. Well, I'm not familiar with that term, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, right. well, what's, what's dirty rice? Fill me in. It's it's basically just spiced rice with ground beef. Um, it'll have like your, your trendy of of celery, onions, and bell peppers with some ground beef and yeah, like stuffed cabbage. bell peppers or stuffed <laughs> cabbage. So uh, like like yeah. like Chinese like fried rice, but gringo style. Well, I think South, it's Italian, South, actually. Yeah. Italian, is it? Yeah. Wait, dirty rice is? I think so. Well, oh. now we're going to be on a Google search after this episode. Yeah. Like, dirty <laughs> rice, where's the roots? <laughs> hey, Tyler, you mentioned the beet burger. Was that, because I watched your video where you tried the, uh, what was it, the Impossible Whopper? Is that the one that you're kind of talking about? You're like, oh, no, <laughs> no burger is better than this one. Yeah, that, that was it. <laughs> And I, I really don't know what I was thinking with the Impossible Whopper. Like it's it's still just fast food. I'm yeah. Like, so so was that the first time you had meat? Or no? Because so I didn't even know that existed. So what is that's a that's like a veggie product or something? Plant yeah. It's product. it's it's like um they use like the soy protein to to make it. I believe so. To is what it's mainly because. But yeah. But it's supposed to be. They call it plant based. And I don't like when companies like that use plant based because might they should just say plant derived. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man, that's so probably true. Highly processed, and it's uh, still fast food. Probably crazy high sodium. Everything else with fast food for sure. Yeah, I think I uh, might have been better off um, with the regular wrapper. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> um, so, beet burger. Uh, what are some other things besides that? I'm just kind of trying to get a feel for what you could get. And so we also do little side ones, and so we make a little spinach artichoke uh dip and we stuff it in mushrooms and i mean it's it's a hefty little little snack but it's uh we use cashews and i don't know if you know about nutritional yeast but oh yeah yeast. for sure man you're Anything talking yeah I, i'm down with it all yeah when i was a kid because <laughs> like 
I you know we're both from California. I'm, you know, Northern California area. When I grew up, um, the the movie theater they'd have nutritional yeast at the movie theater to put on popcorn. And so I always grew up putting nutritional yeast on popcorn. And then you go other places, people are like, "That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard of." It's but, killer on popcorn. Yeah, that's it really genius. Is. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So you to bring that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll steal that. Um, so. Um, once you kind of get the business uh, rolling through your personal training um, uh, business as kind of a launch pad, um, what, talk to us about some of the hurdles. You're obviously in the South. People don't usually have, you know, a plant-based diet in the South. Um, what's been some of the hurdles, you know, getting this, uh, you know, every business owner has hurdles. So what's some of the, the ones that you've ran into with this? And in, in regards to food or business in general? <laughs> um, yeah, anything. We can talk about it all, yeah. Well, business in general is is uh, people that employees, you just expect everyone to have that same passion, I guess, for, for, for your thing, but I have to, have to come to the realization that because it's my baby, nobody else is going to want to do the, do the things that I, I expect of myself. I can't expect of anybody else. And so it's been, I guess, a, a struggle of finding that loyalty and uh committed workers that's been the biggest thing but mm. uh in regards to the food side of it people still want junk food <laughs> regardless but it, there's although there is those those people like i said is like oh where's the meat that are just leaving those comments there are people that are open to it a lot more than you would expect in the south and i know you might think we still just ride horses and uh and, <laughs> and, and, and walk down dirt roads in the south but it's like there's there's uh, some progressive pockets at least, <laughs> nice. the, the coast being one of them. And there's there's a lot more health conscious, although there's a, more than a third are obese. That uh, there's still that other end of the spectrum that are looking out for the long term health, which just trying to transition that to, I guess, being ninety plus percent of the population. Yeah. You're, so your clientele, do you think most of your clientele, are they already pretty fit and wanting to stay fit? Or do you have a decent amount of people who are maybe overweight, who are trying to work themselves back into shape? Is it an even mix or are you kind of heavier balanced either way? It, it's a good, it's a good mix. It seems that most of them are actually older and realizing it's like, all right, uh, now it's time. I need to make a change now or I'll, it, it'll be too late. And they're, they're just finding that the, they notice it seems more in their digestive system as the older you get. I mean, I haven't, I haven't experienced that yet, but it seems that it gets more sensitive the older you get. And they're, they're like, uh, I'm realizing that meat is an issue and just want to transition. Yeah. Well, um, what's, what's the future of Next Day Nutrition? What do you see? Like, I know right now you're doing delivery service. Do you see yourself getting a, uh, an actual location where people come to you or do you, would you rather see it expanding into greater distribution of delivery? What do you see as the future of the company? Well, both actually, <laughs> but um, the, the ultimate big picture is, is seeing how impactful that a plant-based diet is when it's done properly can, can be beneficial to certain diseases and diabetes specifically is, is, highly prevalent in the South in this area. And I want to, and I know first it starts with education, but making people aware that a plant-based diet is what they need. And people tend to think need to eliminate all carbs and just eat meat. But if when diving into the research, you'll see that that's actually the cause of diabetes. And 
ultimately I wanted to, to turn into a program to help those people because that's the people that, and in, with researching this, also discovering how much other side effects there are of diabetes and didn't realize how much pain is causing that and just day, little day-to-day problems and inconveniences that are causing. It's just like, if you just need to change, if I can just provide you what you need to eat, eat this for so many weeks and notice the, the change. And I just want to be able to say, here's what you need. Take it. It sounds like you got yourself a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's great. Um, When you're doing these uh, right now, you said that um, right now everything's delivery, but it sounds like you're going to be getting into potentially some storefronts or coffee shops, some things like that, right? Oh yeah. We're working with a, with a few right now. Some, some things in the works. Awesome. As we Uh, speak. (laughs) That's great. Um, And in general, um, when you're doing your delivery service, is it like it's Wednesday, this is what's getting delivered or do people have a choice or what does that look yes. like? So, so right now it's pretty much what, what we are serving up is what you get. And that's, that's going to be how it is for, for so many more weeks, months uh, in the near future until I guess it picks up enough that we have that storefront and can have some daily options as well as some specialties uh, and regular recurring ones. So that's, we, we want to give the people options. Yeah. I mean, even picturing like a fast food. Cause I think part of it is the convenience of fast food. And that's when I see the lines full of Mc, McDonald's and Burger King, I'm, I'm just thinking it's like, if there was a healthy option, would people go to that? Yeah. Cause I, I do think I, that could, the I wonder that all the time too. And I always think like, I, a healthy fast food restaurant has got to crush it, right? But then I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, these people like – I mean, I know one thing, the fast food mentality is you need your food fast and you want it to – you know, I mean, I'm going to say you use the word taste good relative because I don't feel like it tastes that good, but some people do. But um, And it's cheap. You know, the food's cheap, yeah. quick, tastes pretty good. So if you can make – I feel like if you could make a healthy fast food business and, and branding is important, I would model it to make it look – really similar to a fast food restaurant. I mean, obviously with your own spin, so it's, there's familiarity with it. And if it's good and it's, I don't want to say cheap, but, but price comparative to a, to a fast food restaurant to the price of a burger or something like that, I feel like it would do well. That's, yeah. that, that's the hope I have. <laughs> awesome. I could definitely see a small storefront type of business in a busy metropolitan area being super successful with, you know, the food that you provide where people can walk in, there's already pre-made boxes that they can grab, you know, so they're in and out in five minutes or less. Um, and, and I can, well, part of our, our clientele is, is kind of young moms and needing just that convenience factor. And I've, I've had some of them. So, and then with training some of them too, having that, I guess you could say excuse of, McDonald's is just so convenient, and when uh, when I'm going straight to picking up the kids and bringing them the soccer packers, we just need something. And yeah. when when I hear that, and I know there is a, a a few, at least a select few, that would go to a healthier option if it was there. I just don't know that the entire percentage. And I, I mean, I hope that once people feel the the difference when you change your diets, that they'd be more open for yeah the long-term switch. 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember the story. I believe it was silk soy milk, which obviously I probably probably agree that's not the the greatest product out there. But just for example, like um, I think they initially launched their product and they they sold it in a box that looked very different and unique, and their sales weren't that strong. And it wasn't until they all of a sudden decided, hey, let's let's make this look like milk. So they put it in a milk carton and put it on the shelves next to milk that their sales started skyrocketing because people were used to buying milk and it was similar. And they're like, Oh, this is a nice alternative versus going all the way across to like a special veggie area or something like that mm-hmm. at a grocery store. Um, yeah. So if, so going back to that fast food idea, I feel like if it looked like a fast food restaurant, that would be key for getting people to, to give it a shot. I just got to trick them. That's it. Yeah. You got to trick them. <laughs> we're <laughs> lying. And they're like, what? There's, there's no burger options. Yeah. <laughs> there's cars behind me. I can't reverse. Well, shit, you know, like you said, that impossible Whopper, like the beyond burger, all these things. I mean, they use the word, that's why they use the word burger because yeah, it's psychological so about that where people want to order a, a beyond burger or an impossible burger and they're ordering a burger, you know, like a lot of times. And there's a lot of times what people will say is like, Dude, you couldn't even tell it wasn't a burger. I just ate this Beyond Burger or whatever it was. So you know, it's it's funny how psychologically people want to uh, fit into that that comfortableness and normality of their life. Yes, yes. I'll I'll see if I can do it with the Beat Burger. I know it's <laughs> the Made in the Lab has some advantage with the Beyond Burger. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the Beat Burger has some advantage too, though. It's just it's real. That's what I mean. Anytime I see these highly processed veggie or vegetarian options, I'm super hesitant just because of, you know, the different preservatives they may be using or just how processed it is. Or like you said, it's like plant derivative. It's like, mm-hmm. is this even a plant or is it wood fiber? What is this? Yeah. Well, shoot. And I mean, I made black bean burgers and it's, you can do it, but it's tough. Like they, they're sticky, you try and barbecue them, they fall through the grill and you're like, yeah. you get tired of it really quick, you know? Yeah. Oats. Um, Oats, walnuts. Oats, Oats that'll, the that'll help. Okay. Walnuts. Yep. All right. There we go. Yeah, See, you're throwing up. out tips. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Um, have you looked in? Is there other, um, you know, similar business models with vegetarian meal prep companies uh, out there that you've heard of or researched? Well, from from a local standpoint, I'm I'm sure there are, but they have like the the nationwide ones that send the meal kits, uh-huh. but um, not so much. And I think that would have to be on a local level pretty much with the not a hot and ready type thing. Right. There's, there's plenty there's plenty that do like the, the frozen meals and gotcha. Okay. I just I mean when I look at your business model, man, I just see so much uh possibility for I don't know if it would be franchising or what it would look like, but I mean, Vane and I know this living in California, you know, I could see a business like yours doing so well, even in the town that we live in. Sure let alone like a San Francisco or an LA or, you know, whatever, you know, New York. I mean, gosh, I, I got to think that those cities would just uh, flourish with something like what you have. Yeah. Biloxi, Mississippi also. <laughs> Biloxi. <laughs> hey, I'm going for nationwide. One step at a time. <laughs> I love it, man. That's great. Um, so, if people are listening to this and they want to get in contact with you and learn more about what you're doing, what's the best way to do that? Nextdaynutrition.net. So you can contact us there or like us on Facebook at Next Day Nutrition. Find us there easily. Um, and yeah, that's all the contacts on, on that on that front. Are you uh, are you doing most of your marketing via social media? Or are you doing like local events or local events and social media? More gotcha. so local events is a little more powerful. 
Yeah, I could see yeah. that just getting in front of people and, and letting them try your food or and tell them. It doesn't what you're taste doing. that bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, you know yeah. what? You've been an absolute pleasure. Um, I know people listening to this are going to think twice next time they get the Ultimate Whopper and maybe go <laughs> beef burger. Um, <laughs> and I would love to, you know, circle back to you in a year or so and just kind of see where things are at and, and, you know, where we can really see like how you've expanded the business. Cause I know you got that in front of you. Oh, absolutely. I think that'd be great. Awesome. Any other words, Vaden? No, man, Tyler, really, really appreciate it. Um, like Rex said, you know, it'd be great to circle back. I see good things, you know, in this, in your business model. Thank y'all much. I appreciate both y'all. Awesome. And Thanks for uh, sharing a little time. more of the universe with us. Yes. Yes. All right. If you liked today's episode, you can find more information at mycorneruniverse.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.